0: Don't oh, not girl This time, this time, this time, this time this time this time this time, for this time. This time.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton.
2: And I'm Nadia Sante.
1: And this is our first board meeting together. So uh, let's tell everybody about you a little bit. You've been working with us for, I'm terrible with time, but a couple of years
2: (laughs) at least, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, ever since, I'm pretty much like since COVID started. So yeah, it's been a couple of years. I think this might be going on three. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably right. And, um, you sort of run our, um, proven plan group chats and, you know, you're always in there giving folks advice and, Mm -hmm. um, and you also coach some of the proven plan clients as well as some custom clients.
2: Yep. Yep. That's correct. Yep. I started, I started mostly with the proven plans, but I do a little bit and, with custom as well
1: you know in a future episode you and i should talk about you know some of the things you you think people can do to get the most out of their proven plans um mm-hmm. whether it's whether it's a proven plan with or without coaching yeah um, i think that could be really interesting for people to listen to
2: mm-hmm. no and i think i think that would be great because i do get even some of the people that start out with me like you know as a with people that I'm coaching, they'll ask me, hey, like, what can I provide for you that will help me? Right. Like, what are the things that you want me to tell you? So I think that's really important for people to understand. And really, the more information they can give us, the better we can help them th- through their projects or through their training.
1: Yeah, I think coaching is super valuable. Um, You know, we're going to be talking today about some of the reasons why, but I think, you know, talking tactics, talking, approaching the things you want to climb on, um, Mm -hmm. just having somebody to talk to about, you know, I'm feeling nervous about getting on this hard thing, or Mm -hmm. do you think I should try it two days in a row or things like that? Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's where it becomes really, really valuable for folks.
2: And I think, to accountability, right? If they know mm-hmm. there's somebody who is, you know, asking them, you know, how's your training going? You know, how are, like, are you getting outside? How are your projects? I think then folks are more inclined to keep training because they have somebody that's kind of like looking out for them in a, in a sense, I guess.
1: Yeah, totally. And so today's topic, we were going to, we're going to talk a little about why simplicity is the better option over these like super complex training methods that, that seem to pop up every now and then. And, and maybe they seem like they pop up more and more because of social media. Um, But I think in reality, they're probably going at about the same pace as they always have. We just see them, they're in front of our faces a lot more often. And it can be really distracting, like to see this shiny new thing that you want to add to your training, you know? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And as coaches, I think it's important to remind people that there's a, a really good reason for simplicity. And, and I thought you would be the perfect person to talk to about this since you are dealing a lot with the proven plans and that's sort of the platform they're built on. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So we've got our top five here. Um, We're going to go sort of in order of, you know, (laughs) down to the most important. Um, But in reality, like all these board meetings If one hits you more than the other, then it's probably the most important one for you. So don't take this order too (laughs) seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, Number five reason, you should be planning to do this long term. So if it's super complex, if it's really complicated, doing it in the long term isn't a super sustainable way to go. Simple's going to be better when you're, Regularly having to create new plans um, to stretch this out, you know, infinitely for as long as you're training for climbing, it's going to be harder if it's more complicated.
2: No, totally. I think that we, you know, especially we have a lot of things going on in our our lives in general. So you don't want to make something, you don't want to make a plan and then make it so complicated that you can't follow through. So, really, the best thing to do is just make something very basic, very simple, something that you know that you will stick to that makes sense. Um, and then just follow through. And then as you go along, you can add things, you know, mm-hmm. as you progress and get better at um, creating a plan for yourself, then you can add things. But really, I think it's important to just get the basics down first and And then, maybe, at some point, add and make it a little more complicated, but it's just easier to follow if you just you know have something very simple, something you understand and stick with it, really, and be consistent with it,
1: yeah, I think you know i I'm sure you've heard this from folks, and you may have been there yourself. I know I have um, you sit down to write a training plan for yourself, and all of a sudden there are like 5,000 things you're thinking about and do I need to do this and do I need to Mm -hmm. do this and I have to add in this thing I saw on Instagram the other day (laughs) and this thing looked (laughs) like it is exactly what I need and Mm -hmm. and then when you take a step back and look at it, you're like, wow, unless I have like 18 hours a day to train, there's no way I can fit all of this in.
2: For sure. And I think it's also important to write down your goal Like, what is your main goal, right? And then what are the steps that you need to follow to get there?
1: That's a really good way to keep it simpler is, mm -hmm. like, put these blinders on. Like, this is Mm -hmm. my goal. These are the things that will move me toward my goal. Mm -hmm. Maybe right now I don't need to worry about all these things out on the periphery.
2: Exactly. And then I think you you should have, like, a main goal and maybe – maybe a sub category, maybe like another smaller goal, but really your focus should be that bigger, that big picture, mm-hmm. that bigger goal. And then, you know, what, what can you do to achieve it? And then maybe write down like, you know, five things or keep it, keep it short. So, cause you don't want like 20 things that, you know, <laughs> again, you don't want to go crazy. So just yeah. m- m- keep it concise, keep it short, things that you will, you'll know you'll actually stick to.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I think most people who sit down and do this um, are probably going to, even if they think they're keeping it simple, mm-hmm. they're probably going to end up more complicated than they need to be. Probably. Um, yeah. So I think a good thing to do is, you know, let your – try to simplify. Mm-hmm. It's going to be too complicated. Go into the gym and – those first handful of sessions, try to figure out where the pain points are. Like, Mm -hmm. did I make this thing that I don't actually have equipment for, or it doesn't really fit because the training room is upstairs and the climbing is downstairs. And I tried to combine all these things so I can get this hormonal response. And, (laughs) you know, and now I'm running Mm -hmm. up and downstairs in between climbs and that's making me tired. And so find what these pain points are. And then, sit down again and try to reduce those pain points. Simplify it even further once you've tried the session. You know, Mm -hmm. that's another benefit of a coach, I think, is we understand a lot of these pain points because we've seen them over and over and over. And we can create sessions that flow a little more smoothly.
2: Oh, totally. And, you know, I I get people even in the the people that I coach in the proven plans, they're like, well, can I add this? And can I add this? And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you can, but are you doing all the other things that are actually in the plan? Because if you're not, then right. why are you trying to add all these extra things in?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm so. glad you said that. That's so damn common mm-hmm. for people to just be like, well, what about this? And what about right. this? And I need to add this. And,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I want to do my first V3. So why am I not campusing three days a week? Exactly. You know, <laughs> things like that. That's like, that's not what you need right now. That's that's mm-hmm. why you hired us. We have a much better idea of what you need. So uh, yep. let's let's stick to what we've got. Totally. All right, number four, and you alluded to this a little bit. um, Life inevitably is going to get in the way of your super complicated program. Mm -hmm. Things are (laughs) going to come up. You know, it's just a fact of life. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we all have very busy lives. Everyone does. Like when somebody says, Well, I'm too busy, I'm like, Well, Yeah. We're all busy. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's where, again, with a coach, it's, it's really nice that they can help you figure out, well, what should you focus on during the session? You know, let's say you only have 45 minutes to an hour where normally maybe the session would take a couple hours. So in this case, maybe you need to cut down some of the drills, you know, like warm up. Do some do maybe half of the drills that are in your program, then go to your hangs, and then do your lemon bouldering. Mm-hmm. So, it's just it's important to understand what you can cut out and still have a productive session. And I think that's where the coaching option is super helpful.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the things we've done in the in building the proven plans is. You know, I want to make sure that we hit the things that we need um, when I'm building the sessions, but -hmm. then I also try to make sure there's time for the fun things that I know most climbers really want to do when they're in the gym. You know, these plans are going to be much easier to follow if they're also fun to do. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of times where folks don't have the time to fit the whole session in, especially when it's like a an endurance session for, say, climb 512 or something where it's, it's going to be a a higher volume. It's going to take more time. You're climbing on sport climbs in the gym. Um, so there's lots of logistics to work out and these sessions can end up pretty long. Mm -hmm. So people will jump in the group chat and say, you know, or talk to their coach and say, I don't have time to fit this whole session in. So What's the main focus? And exactly. and you're right. That's where that's where simplicity really shines because we can just say, well, here here's the main part of it. Mm-hmm. Get that done.
2: Yeah, and a lot of times people think, well, if I miss a session, it's over. My training is derailed. <laughs> start it I, over. Uh, yeah, like I need to start over. But it's okay. It's okay to yeah. miss a session here and there. Like you don't want to get in the habit of always missing sessions. But it's okay. Life is not coming to an end. Training is going to go on. You're still going to make gains. It's okay.
1: (laughs) And I think when it's more complicated, it's harder to get back in the gym and do Mm -hmm. those sessions again, right? Like if you missed a couple of sessions, you're like, oh God, I you know, I have to refine my starting weight for this and this mm-hmm. and this, and I need to see how my intervals are going um, mm-hmm. and adjust those. And all of a sudden, there's all this work you have to do to get your complicated plan <laughs> back on track. Um, totally. So, again, it's this is a great reason for staying simple. Keep the thing simple.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be easier for you to, you know, to... Cope with in your own brain, going back into the gym and starting again, you know, com- continuing on with your plan the mm-hmm. way that it was, if it's not super complicated.
2: Totally agree.
1: Yep. All right. Um, before we move on, I you know, we're we're coming out of, not that we're ever actually going to come out of the COVID era, um, mm-hmm. but certainly. There was a time where um, every week we were seeing, you were seeing it a lot in the group chat, more gyms closing down and then gyms mm-hmm. opening back up for a week and then closing again. And, mm-hmm. you know, people's schedules going just crazy and they they couldn't keep up with it. They couldn't understand it. Um, they just had to fit things in where they could. And I think that happens in our lives more often than we want to admit Mm -hmm. um, that other things pop up, our schedule gets off. You know, we can't keep things perfectly aligned on our calendars for months and months at a time. It's really hard to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing I definitely saw in that proven plan group chat was when people were asking for advice, when people were asking to you know for us to help shift things around for them it became so much easier for them to you know have this this mental health help that is climbing in a lot of cases you know going mm-hmm. to the gym and just getting your training done can be really valuable for for your self care for sure they were finding that these simpler proven plans were easier to stick to if they had it laid out for them Mm -hmm. and it's just you plug this session in and you go to the gym and you don't have to think about it and i think that Mm -hmm. was really valuable for a lot of people during especially Mm -hmm. those first couple of waves of covid
2: no for sure and i think just not even during COVID, but in general a lot of people go into the gym and they just don't know what to do they don't Mm -hmm. know where to start They, a lot of times will just climb with their friends, maybe do like add on. I don't know. (laughs) Like they just don't, they don't know what to do. And then they never make gains because they just, they just don't ever really know how to structure a gym session. So I think the proven Mm -hmm. plans are super helpful in giving people a structure, something to follow something that's consistent and then in the end it it they they're not only working on movement technique they're gaining strength they're gaining confidence so there's just there's just a lot of gains (laughs) from having something structured something to follow when you go into the gym versus just aimlessly (laughs) climbing
1: when life gets in the way your your brain power and your emotional Mm -hmm. power are taken up with so many other things, you know you've got mm-hmm. work that's getting busy and stressful, you've got family life, you've got you know all of these other things going on, so having a really complicated training plan in the midst of life taking over a lot of your your cognitive processing powers
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: it just feels like a grind when you go into the gym, yeah. so why not? have it really simple, have it easy to follow and, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and don't make it a stressor as well.
2: Simple is fun too. Like, you know, It just, when you go, you go in, you do, you do your, your drills, which I think are fun. I think the, a lot of our movement drills are actually just really fun. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's a great way to start the session, set yourself up, you know, for a successful time in the gym. So totally agree. And, and like you said, you know, after a lot of, a lot of people climb in the evening, right after work, after they've, they've had this full Mm -hmm. day where their brain is working and they're just, they're tired. They don't want to think about, well, what am I going to, what am I going to do during the session? And it's nice to have something that's already laid out for you where you don't have to think about it and you just follow, follow, you know, what the sessions that we have planned out and, And they're fun. so
1: Yep, absolutely. Um, All right, I'm going to take what you just said about drills and use that to move us into our number three, which is we really only have so much adaptation potential anyway. Um, You know, you can try to get better at all of the things at once, but it's going to feel really, really slow when -hmm. you look at the the gains that you're actually making. Focusing on a thing or two at a time in a in an order that makes sense for preparing you for your climbing season or your performance time is so much better in terms of the gains that you actually have the ability to make mm-hmm. And I think you know where drills come in there is that the basics are so important um, We want to be able to move well in order to translate this strength that we're gaining to the wall.
2: Mm -hmm. I think also, like one of our drills that we do is like the sloth and the monkey. Moving well and moving precise and in a way that's not wasting energy is super important when you're on your project outside, right? Like if you can move well, move quick through some of the easier sections, right, then you're wasting less less energy mm-hmm. and that will in turn help you when you get to the crux. So I think it, it's really important to master these things in the gym. And then when you're on a climb outside, you can quickly tap into these movements that you've done so much in the gym that they come more naturally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, also when, when you're focusing on those basics early in the session. So I'll kind of lay out how I think about sessions when I'm building a lot of these proven plans. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you'll come up, you'll come in, you'll you'll do an off-the-wall warm-up that's pretty quick, just gets you moving. Then there's some on-the-wall, very specific warm-ups that are asking you to move in certain ways and asking you to start putting your attention to moving well and feeling mm-hmm. good while on the wall. Um, and that just gets you primed and ready to try harder things, not only physically, but also mentally. Um, and that sort of leads you into the rest of your session. That's that's in general how our proven plans are built. It's very, very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go through a few different drills that are laid out for you that have Videos There for you that are really going to hammer home the basics that are arguably more important than your finger strength, arguably Mm -hmm. more important than how much power you have is do you know how to change your pace when it's when Mm -hmm. it's a, a, you know, a situation that demands it. Exactly. Um, Mm-hmm. Things like that and and when you go in and you're you're just looking forward to the complicated parts, you're going to fall right into your normal the normal pace that you climb, the normal style that you climb mm-hmm. with. You're not going to be exploring outside of that right. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so simple not only gives you uh, a better chance at adapting, mm-hmm. but it also gives you more time to be able to spend on these things that aren't your normal go-to.
2: Yep, yeah, totally. Totally agree.
1: All right, let's take a let's take a quick commercial break and we'll come back with our top 2 reasons that simplicity in your training plans is better. Sport climbing season is coming fast. Got a nemesis route you need to clip chains on? For over a decade, we've helped climbers prepare for their goals. We've seen patterns emerge, showing what's most effective for each level of climber. Those patterns became our proven plans, a training system that you can follow from complete beginner to 514 and beyond. With workouts geared toward your goals and focused on improving not only strength and power, but tactics and mindset as well, each proven plan comes with a built-in group chat and an option to work directly with one of our coaches. We don't believe in a one-size-fits-all approach to climbing. You shouldn't either. All right, we are back with our number two reason why simplicity is better in your training plans is that the simple methods have been proven. You know, And, and I don't say that just in terms of our proven plans, but for for a lot of years, people have been anecdotally looking at the the things that we've been doing and seeing whether they work or not. You know, there may not be tons of research specifically into climbing yet, but the simpler things that people have been doing for years have been proven or not, and they've been thrown out. So, um, these new complicated things are a gamble. In a lot of cases, they may or may not work. So, do you have the time to experiment on yourself and gamble with whether these things are going to work or not or would you rather stick with the simple things that you know work
2: i think it's also important to like you know we've talked about experimenting with with different things like but maybe keeping track you know really keeping track mm-hmm. of what what is working for you also um, i think it's i think it's super important a lot of my my proven plan clients are like well like is the comment section for me or for you? And I'm like, well, it's really for you to keep track. Like I read them, right? I I go through it and I read the comments. You know, there may be questions, but I think it's really important for for you to write down, you know, what is happening during your session? What is going well? What's not going well? And then that will really help you understand what's working. And when when it's super complicated, like it's hard to keep track of all yeah. these things that are that are going on with you, your body, you know, your your mind, your mindset too. So, I think it's really important to keep things simple simple, keep track, understand what's working and what's not working and then build on from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that in these like really complex Studies in sports science, they have to use these really complicated statistical models to figure out what all the data means. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, We don't, we don't want to have to do that when we're training. I don't, anyway. You know, maybe, (laughs) maybe maybe some folks out there, (laughs) maybe Dale loves that stuff. Yeah, I don't want to go through that much computation Mm -hmm. um, to figure out whether what I'm doing works or not, and. And we have quite a few things that we know works. We may not know the mechanism by which it all works, mm-hmm. but we've seen it work over and over and over. And those are the things that I end up putting in the training plans more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I often, even for myself, even though I love experimenting on myself, I very often skip the super complicated things that haven't been proven yet. Um, you know, I'm not getting any younger. I need mm-hmm. to get better <laughs> while I can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I think, again, with everything going on in all of our lives, it's super stressful to have something complicated, especially in your training to keep track of. If we want
1: this thing to be a fun, feel good thing and, and, you know, don't get me wrong, training shouldn't Maybe always be fun. there're yeah. going to be hard parts. <laughs> right. there are going to be struggles. There should be, mm-hmm. um, but the overall feeling of it should be that it's moving you forward, that it's enjoyable enough for you mm-hmm. to do it again, right, right. right. Um, and you know the more complicated and the harder to tell whether it's working, the less fun it's going to be. the less likely mm-hmm. you are to repeat it right and and we know that. Repeating a thing over and over and over, mm-hmm. being really consistent with it, um, and and gradually increasing the intensity or the volume or something, is what makes us better. So
2: totally, and these, yeah. These you complicated
1: don't, things we're not going to do,
2: <laughs> yeah, not going to help. And it shouldn't feel like a chore, right? When things get complicated, right. it don't it feels like a chore, and you're like, oh, I really don't, I really don't want to do this. Like, why am I doing this? And like you said, then it takes the fun out of it. And then a lot of times that's when you're like, well, why am I doing this? And that's when you you drop it and mm-hmm. you're like, well, I'm done training. This is, this is too much. So why not keep it simple, keep it fun?
1: Yeah, like you said in the very beginning, um, you can add things over time. Exactly. You know? Especially if this is the first time you're training, if you're writing your own training plan and you're you're making it way overcomplicated and you're worried about, you know, what type of periodization you're using. And, you know, there are all these things to take into account and, and mm-hmm. we're as guilty as anybody else at putting tons of information, just throwing information at you that mm-hmm. you have to figure out on your own. And it can get really overwhelming. Um, keep it simple at first. And if you can stick with that, Over time, you can start experimenting a little bit. You can start adding Mm -hmm. in some more complicated things to see if they work for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Not to mention, if you add in too many complicated things at once, you have no idea what's actually working or not. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know what the (laughs) outcomes of these things Mm -hmm. are going to be. So let's say you write, you know, the world's most complicated training plan and you see amazing gains. You're going to have to do all that complicated <laughs> shit again right. because you have no idea what part of it worked.
2: What actually worked. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all
1: right. That brings us to our number one reason. And and really this whole podcast is just a reason for me to say this. Um, training really isn't the hard part of all this. You want to keep it simple because your biggest gains for most people – are going to be in the mindset, in the learning to move better, in the building up your movement library, in you know having a coach or a partner to talk you into getting on the thing that you don't mm-hmm. believe you can do. That stuff is so much more important than, than whether your finger strength numbers went up this year or not.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the, One of the main things I see after people finish, you know, their proven plan is their confidence. They're a lot more confident in themselves, in their movement, in their climbing. And I think they really believe they're stronger. And I think that's great to have the confidence to be like, hey, yeah, I can get on that thing that I've been thinking about for years. Like, I'm ready to get on that climb because, Mm -hmm. yeah. I have the confidence in myself. You know, again, that's all going back to having a better mindset.
1: Yeah, and that's something, you know, when I was very first writing these plans, which which have gone through a couple of iterations at this point, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, one of the reasons I wanted it to be pretty simple is so that people can finish it without getting overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And and getting through a training plan, committing to – you know twelve weeks of of grinding in the gym and going in and working on things and you know having the an intention when you walk into the gym and checking all these boxes is hard work mm-hmm. and getting through that should make you more confident um, if if you can get through those twelve weeks, then a, a climbing season should be relatively easy to figure out the logistics for and get out and actually try the projects and do the things you said you were going to do, or at least try the things you said you were Mm -hmm. going to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are the places where I see people fail so often as they get wrapped up in the really complicated shit they're doing in the gym, and they forget to go outside and actually try the thing they were going to try.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, for sure. And that's what I I try to tell, you know, when my clients, when they finish the program, they're like, well, now what? I'm like, no, now you have to go outside and you have to see what you're, (laughs) you know, like you got to get on those things that you've been thinking about and see where you're at. It's a good way to test, you know, how, how well the program worked for you. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that a lot of people forget, like, they, they should go outside if they can, obviously, right? Like everyone has different seasons. You're different parts of the world. Um, you can't always get outside. But if you can't get outside, go in the gym and have performance days in the gym. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's also totally okay.
1: Yeah, I think that these plans, especially the proven plans, and I think any any simple plan should be set up in such a way that it is – You know, building your confidence to a high point, building your efficiency to a high point, um, building your preparedness to work on a project, you know, teaching Mm -hmm. you tactics, um, things like that are so important and get lost in these really complicated protocols and methodologies um, that can, you know, to, to, to be totally frank here, they can be really valuable, but they're most often valuable for the more elite climber who's mm-hmm. already mastered a lot of these things we've been talking about, like movement efficiency and pacing and, you know, understanding how to structure their day at the crag and mm-hmm. their season, you know, of climbing and people who already have their logistics figured out for mm-hmm. the whole season and mm-hmm. people's who who can switch their mindset to a place where it needs to be. The elite climbers have that stuff um, at least largely mastered. They're mm-hmm. going to struggle with bits of that too. But that's why these really complicated protocols work for them mm-hmm. is because they have all those things mastered. They can take their training and and translate it to the wall really quickly and easily Mm -hmm. whereas newer climbers you know below the like v9 v10 v14 or 514 and and maybe even higher than that but below that level there's still a lot of these soft skills that need to be learned um so putting all of your energy toward complicated training maybe isn't the best way to see gains it's certainly not the best way to translate your training to your climbing
2: mm-hmm. and i think also that's where you, with the proven plans with coach communication that's where you can take advantage of mm-hmm. the co- of your coach and ask them with for to help you with tactics when you are ready to go outside how do you approach your climbing days outside a lot of the questions i get is let's say you're going on a week-long trip. Like, wh- what do you do? What do you do on your first day? What do, you, what do you do on the second day? Do you take a rest day? I'm like, yes, definitely take a rest day. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a lot of times people don't know kind of where to start, where, what right. to work on. And um, yeah, So I think having somebody that has been through it is a great tool to help you plan out that week long two two week long trip. Right. So that's, yeah,
1: for sure. I can't, I can't say enough about how, how I think coaching is really important, more, more important than training. And I think that's a, um, you know, we've conflated those two terms a lot ourselves. And I think they get conflated on the internet a lot. Um, mm-hmm. but training and coaching trainers and coaches are different. Things. Mm -hmm. Um, The same person can be both, absolutely, um, but they are fundamentally two different things. And Mm -hmm. coaching, I think, is much, much more difficult than training. Um, Writing a training plan is actually fairly easy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, A little sort of hidden secret in here that I'm sure you recognize that some people who've gone through the proven plans recognize, um, and you just mentioned it. Um that they they feel more confident and they they get all these sort of side effects from the training mm-hmm. is that you know the the proven plans look fairly simple. It's like, oh, you're you're climbing this way, you're climbing this way. He's mm-hmm. asking me to climb like this now, and now we're doing this. you know it it seems mm-hmm. really simple as you go through the sessions, but the the actual creation of them does have some complication built in in that while making these I'm trying to force you into situations that you're going to encounter when you go outside Mm -hmm. you know there's going to be times when um the wall is busy and you need to line up for your climb um you know, the, this section of the gym is busy, but you need to get your four by fours in or whatever it is. I want those situations to occur. So I've tried to build a lot of those, Mm -hmm. those situational elements into these proven plans so that we can learn these parts, the soft skills, as opposed to just hanging more weight, you know, on a hangboard. Mm -hmm. All of these things go into Making you a better climber when you get out to the crag. And for me, that's the, like that's the complicated part, is building all of that in um, into a plan that actually is really simple to follow. Mm.
2: So you're tricky, you're tricking us. <laughs>
1: I'm breaking, I'm breaking my I'm own rules of keeping I know. it simple, I know. but I'm doing it invisibly.
2: Mm-hmm. Tricky, <laughs> you tricky. You didn't hear
1: anything you just heard.
2: <laughs> no, that. I mean, like you said, really tr- like building a training plan isn't super complicated.
1: It doesn't need to be.
2: It doesn't need to be, right? Especially when you have a goal in mind. Yeah. Like, I I can't stress that enough. Like, I think it's important to have a goal. Because if you don't have a goal, then what are you training for? Like, what is the finish line, right? So...
1: I'm just training to be able to put cooler videos up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really all I'm doing yeah. these days. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we've uh I think we've said about all we can say about keeping it simple. Um like you said before we even started this episode, we should be keeping this simple too. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um I honestly think if you're you know, I I love, I think it's really valuable to try and write your own training plans. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not advocating that everyone should just jump into a proven plan. Um, I really do think writing your own training plan can be really valuable. Just try not to get too sucked into all of the bright, shiny new methods that you've seen on Instagram or that you've seen your favorite pro climber say they use when in reality, they only did it that one time in the gym and never did it again. And, Just don't get sucked into that. Keep it simple and you're going to get better results.
2: Totally. And like Chris said earlier, an experiment, right? Like you'll have to probably do a couple drafts of the plan. Don't, don't just settle for the first draft because it might not work right. Like things might, you might have to, you will have to tweak some things. So make sure that you go in the gym, go through it maybe once or even twice before you really settle on something and make sure it's, yep. it's going to work for your your own schedule. So.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, if you want to work with Nadia, if you're interested, you can do that through our website. Um, we don't really have an option to choose a coach when you're buying Proven Plans with Coaching, but a lot of those do end up going to you um, or Dale or Taylor as well. Um, yep. some folks get those, but we also have custom openings with Nadia available now and then. So get on the wait list. Um, you can find links for that in the show notes and you'll get an email and it's a first come first serve, be quick on the draw. Another reason <laughs> to have a simple training plan. Cause if it's complicated and you're stuck in the gym, you're going to miss our emails. Uh, <laughs> And you know where you can find us online. We're at powercompanyclimbing.com on the Instagrams, Facebooks, Pinterest, YouTubes. Not on the TikToks. Some people tried to get me on the TikTok. (laughs) It's not going to happen. I guarantee it. You are also.
2: I know you got some (laughs) moves. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> My daughter would be horrified if I got on TikTok, <laughs> I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh, that would be pretty horrified. hilarious.
1: <laughs> she would she would disown me. Fair. Um we're at Power Company Climbing. All the places where you can find us, you will not find us on the TikToks or the Twitters because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles.